intro. Dustin. This is Eric. And this is SLC Punkcast. Thank you for joining us for episode 189. And this one is a good one. They all are because we play a lot of great music. But we have another great interview for this episode. We have Scatter yes. from the Usurpers. He'll be joining us later in the episode to talk about what he's been doing with the Usurpers, you know, their music and such. We're going to be playing some stuff from their album Future Wars that came out earlier this year. A lot of yes. great stuff in store, so tune in, listen to some cool music until then. And there's a lot of new music, Eric. A lot of new music has come oh. out again. The list is, is huge. <laughs> As per usual, we'll start uh, on December 1st. Necra released Doyle. Doyle? Doyle Disruptor. No, it's Royal Disruptor. Uh, you Nervous with a question mark. That's the name of the band. Released True Belief. That's also on the first. First uh, had a few releases. The Office Boys released Soon or Late, which is a single. The SL Spitfires released Killing Christians single. Terror released Sink to the Hell EP. Red City Radio on the fourth released Paradise. The Moore Family Band released Missy on the fourth. The fourth is very busy. All of them will be on the fourth until I tell you otherwise. Retaliate released four. Oily Boys released Crow Memory Grin. Goldfinger released Never Look Back. The Raging Nathans released a split with Reaganomics called Mis Midwest Duress. Two Trains Left released Not Okay Single. Three Minute Riot released Matt Damon, but it, like uh, D-E-I-M-O-N. Not, not like D-A-M-O-N, like Matt Damon, but Matt Damon. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Upstate Records released the Upstate Family and Friends compilation, Come Closer released Get It Wrong single, Spunk Volcano and the Eruptions released Barry Milner is Thick, that is an LP. The Headlines released Xmas Day single. On the 5th, Deathcore compilation came out. It's called Brutality Awaits. It's released on Goldmine Records. Twisted Thing released Sacred Cement EP on the 7th. On the 9th, Reaching Out released NJHC EP. Coming up tomorrow on the 11th, we have Less Than Jake with their new release. And it is called, I lost my place, sorry, Silver Linings. Also, Kong Kong will be releasing The Evils of Kong EP. Dead End Tragedy will be releasing Anti-Life, Anti-You. The Slime has a release. I know it's coming out on the 11th. They have a single called The Day the Earth Stood Still. When I was looking it up last week, couldn't find the name of the album, but look for the slime and the track also, The Day the Earth Stood Still. Heard some of that. It's pretty good. The Decline and Sick Waiting have a split called, or well, split singles, I believe, Year of the Crow and Stay Awake. Jars, they're from Russia. They're releasing something with the number three. <laughs> <laughs> it's in Russian. I mean, two of those <laughs> symbols don't even look like letters to me. I, I can't tell you what it's going to say. Uh, but Jars is a cool band. I like their stuff. Check it out. It'll be coming out also tomorrow. Lamanta yeah. will be releasing Where Be Your Nutcracker. I think they have two Christmas covers of traditional songs. 
two Christmas originals, and there was something else even. I think they have five tracks that's going to be on that one. Oi, 40 Years Untamed. That's a compilation put out uh, with Pirates Press and also Gary Bichelle of Gonads and several other bands and things that he does, fame. Uh, also, uh, Pirates Press is putting out Oi, This is Street Punk 2020, which is a compilation. We'll talk more about those here as we get into the show. On the Job is releasing their third single called Secret War, and they have Small Town Stories. That is an LP that will be coming out, I believe it's on Contra Records, sometime early 2021. I think their original plan was sometime this fall, but I'm sure with several other bands, things changed due to what's going on in the world, and so things got pushed. Also on the 11th, Miss Myths. Kind of looks like Misfits, but the Miss Myths, Myth Smiths. They're releasing Miss Myths. <laughs> They're releasing Quarren Fiend. I think that's a single. It's going to be out on Batcave Records. That's also tomorrow. And then the band Forrest Gump is releasing Nomas Iglesia en el Skate. That's a single. On the 15th, Bite Me Bambi is releasing their debut EP because they've released singles up to this point. The EP is called Hurry Up and Wait. Italian Blood will be releasing some Christmas tracks. I think it's going to be an EP. It's coming out sometime during next week. I didn't see an official date. It's just supposed to be during next week sometime. I think midweek. might be Wednesday. I think they said a week from yesterday. Anyway, be on the lookout for some more Christmas punk tracks from the band Italian Blood. On the 18th, Spine is releasing L.O.V. Harajan is releasing self-titled Harajan, which is on TNS Records. Hummer will be releasing How Did I Get Here on the 19th. Breck Wrights will be releasing Schwarz the Gold. They have two singles from that, including Schwarz the Gold and I think Horror Show is the other one already out that you can check out. But that LP will be coming out on the 19th. And we'll finally, on the 21st, Koti Tuhoa is releasing a self-titled. Eric, that list was very long. It was very long. But at this point, I think... Um kind of used to it right now. <laughs> right? Just You know, I'm talking about bands pushing stuff, and maybe several of these bands had earlier release dates in mind as well and also had to push. I don't know. But uh, hey. either way, several things released, several cool ones, several that I'm looking forward to getting to hear. The new Kong Kong, I haven't heard any. I think they had like a, a teaser on one of those tracks. So I'm definitely looking oh, forward yeah. to that. I've heard all of both those compilations I was talking about from Pirates Press, and we'll talk about those in a minute, but those are excellent. So many great bands and great tracks. Uh, Less Than Jake and Goldfinger, just two bands that have been around since the 90s, early Warp Tour days, and still continue to make music. So I'm looking forward to Silver Linings. Picked up a digital copy of the Goldfinger. Haven't I've only heard one or two tracks so far. I haven't had the time to get into it yet, but looking forward to it. I love Spunk Volcano and the Eruptions. That one is a good one. The couple tracks I've heard thus far. Uh, definitely need to check out that Terror EP. So many great ones. Eric, is there anything you're looking yeah. forward to? Well, I was not aware of that uh, Terror EP that was coming out, so I'll have to I'll have to keep that more on my radar. Sink um, to the hell. Same, yeah. <laughs> same thing with the uh, the new Jars record. I'm like, okay. I've Got to go back and re-listen to Jars because I saw them on my uh, on my Apple Music uh, 
couple times i'm like oh yeah this band i gotta listen to them more and i they keep falling under the table so played them a little bit and uh over on punkanoi worldwide i'll be doing a couple episodes of all russian bands and they'll be on at least one of those but that won't be until probably late next week at the soonest so get out there people check them out until then yeah also uh yeah a couple things that have uh that have come out that i'm just that I'm more, uh, that I have been listening to. I've listened to the new War on Women LP, and it's track for track, a really decent, a really decent, uh, I guess this would be their third album. And, and yeah, they haven't lost their touch. In fact, I think they've gotten better. Awesome. So, yeah, just simple, like, uh, melodic punk rock, but it's just got this slight metal edge in there, and they are just, uh, they're still just a vibr- as vibrant. They're still just as, rambunctious and i yeah i plan on playing a few a few songs in the uh, next couple of episodes also also what i'm looking forward to is the new amiga the devil albums it's scheduled to come out next year so like in january so, okay so yeah a little a little out of the radar in the list for this one but still i'm looking forward to it he has a new single out which i believe i'll be playing next episode awesome so build the excitement there and same thing with the uh, metalcore band uh, Dying Wish. They have a they had a new single come out earlier this year that was uh, uh what what was it Innate Thirst, and it's teasing their uh, debut album, but it doesn't have a release date yet. But again, just sort of building the uh, I'm just here to build the hype, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, look forward to it. Uh, let's get into some new tracks. You're up first. What do you got? We talked about them briefly on the new stuff that just came out. Yes. Yes. And this is the, uh, yeah, this is the one I was saving for the bottom of the list of stuff I was looking forward to or have been listening to. And this is the, uh, Twisted Thing EP, Sacred Cement. I've listened to it, uh, a few times over in the last week and most of which it was just trying to get a song that I wanted that I think I liked better than the rest, which was a difficult task because every one of them, you know, all, all five of them, they're, they're fast, they're noisy, they're incredibly, I don't know, just powerful in their own way. Yeah, and these guys are coming out, coming out of Brooklyn, New York. They're on the, uh, uh, what, what did I say? Corpus, I believe that's what it was. Okay, I'm having a. I'm having a hard time remembering the label, but it's the same label that houses a bunch of these uh, weird, noisy, I don't want to say garage, definitely more like basement punk rock bands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dirty, unfinished basement punk rock bands. That's the vibe that it's getting off, given off. It's almost like a, it's almost like if you take a weird garage band and just uh, put them a little further out to the curb, if you know what I mean. Nice. So, yeah. So yeah, it's great. It's great stuff, you know. I was really, I was really taken in by the uh, by the initial track that they. Uh, what was I don't I don't remember what the first track was. I think it was the title track. Looking at the EP right now, I'm trying to remember if I can get it. But whatever, that's not important. What is important <laughs> is the song that I did choose. It is called "I Don't Want to Go It Alone," and. Yeah, basically for its catchiness and its heaviness. It is something the Holy P is worth listening to, but this one in particular just really 
caught my ears in a way I, I can't even really explain. It was just like, yep, this is the one. It just kind of went on a gut instinct after that. Awesome. So yeah, here it is. I Don't Want to Go It Alone, new track from new band, Twisted Thing, off their new EP. <laughs> So get out there and check it out. There's not a lot of information about them on their Bandcamp. You can go get the stuff on the Bandcamp, but uh, as far as like uh, social medias and such, when we get to the end of the show, I'm not gonna have anything for them. I couldn't find anything for them. Tried to Google them, yeah. all, all that. Basically, I, I found a Bandcamp, and then I think somebody was talking about a uh, a review or something like that. But there wasn't a whole lot that I found. Yeah, I believe that the label Corpus actually has an Instagram and. Let's see. I I can look that up in the in the meantime when we get to the. Uh, All right. Well, Eric will have uh, that for us at, at the that. end of the show. Let's continue yes. on with some new music. Ben is Day Drinker. I want to thank Bart for sharing this with us before it came out. I played one of the tracks over on Punkanoi Worldwide. Did some new tracks because this came out November thirteenth of twenty twenty. It was a split that Day Drinker did with No Restraints. Played a track from each of those bands, both really great. Here on this show, we're going to play one more track from that split, but it's a day drinker track. Go check out the split if you wanted to hear the rest. There's two tracks from each band. The track that we're going to hear from Day Drinker is called Disintegrating Nation. And if you're unfamiliar with Day Drinker, we've played them before, but they do feature members of the Reapers, Nations on Fire, and Malad 
They're from Netherlands and Belgium, both. And you can find this over on Sunny Bastards Records. Again, it came out about a month ago, November 13th. They called that split Same Streets. And again, from Same Streets, let's check out Disintegrating Nation. <laughs> Drinker, Disintegrating Nation was the track. Get out there, check out that split they did with No no Restraints. Same Streets is the name of that EP. Again, two tracks each, four tracks total. Came out on the 13th. Something that is coming out tomorrow, we're talking about this at the top of the show, is the compilation 40 Years of Oi Untamed. Uh, it's awesome. We're going to play a track from it. Uh, I did a 
episode over on Punk and Oi Worldwide with nothing but tracks from these three compilations I'm going to talk about briefly here. Pirates Press put out For Family and Flag Volume 1, and they put that out on November 27th. has 14 bands on it. And then Oi, 40 Years Untamed, again with Gary Bichelle, put that together, and they're putting that out. That comes out tomorrow officially. I think you can already get the vinyl, but the digital is out, and the same with Oi, This is Street Punk 2020. So many great bands. The 40 Years Untamed has 14 bands, uh, 15 bands, actually, and then 20 bands on the Street Punk. A lot of great tracks for Family and Flag Volume 1, tracks from... Uh, brand or new tracks from Coxbar, from Bishop's Green, from 45 Adapters, and Lenny Lashley's Gang of One. I played some of those tracks over on that episode that I released, I think it was last week. And then yeah. a lot of new tracks from so many great bands. You know, a real quick rundown of Street Punk 2020 has Antagonizers ATL, Concrete Elite, Lion's Law, The Welch Boys, Bone Crusher, Hard Evidence, Armada, The New York Hounds. 45 Adapters, Rebels Rule, The Young Ones, The Opposition, Faction S, Brass Knuckle Boys, The Take, Fuerza, Doug and the Slugs, The Prowlers, Falcata, and Knockoff. That's 20 bands on 40 Years Untamed. That's what we're going to listen to, something here in a moment. Brand new stuff from Coxbar, Crashed Out, Bishop's Green, Stomper 98, Doug and the Slugs, Lion's Law, The Old Firm Casuals, the Drowns, Cockney Rejects, The Last Resort, The Gonads, Prol, Gimpfist, The Business, Noise. Uh, on both of those, several new tracks, several bands, uh, like brand new tracks for the compilation that will probably be on upcoming releases as well. And then a lot of new tracks on very recent releases from several of the other bands. And real quick for Family and Flag Volume 1, it features Shuffle and Bang, Cox Bar, The Slackers, The Barstool Preachers, The Drowns, Charger, Noise, Bishop's Green, Seized Up, Subhumans, Lion's Law, 45 Adapters, Antagonizers, ATL, Lenny Lashley's Gang of One. You might have heard me repeat names. So some bands on multiples of these compilations, but not same tracks on any of those. A lot of good stuff there. A lot of really good compilations. A lot of really good tracks. I love the new Cox Bar. Uh, The new Cox Bar that is on for family and flag. I played it on the episode. Marching onwards is the name of that track. Really good. The one we're going to listen to now is their new one. They put out on 40 years of Oi untamed and it is take it on the chin. Here we go. With Cotsfire. There are plenty of things you probably should have said. Your one regret. Now it's too late for it. And I know
legends. So good. Uh, They were on the precipice of oi music. (laughs) Right? If you're not aware of that band, goddammit, it, you should be. Uh, They started in in 1972 as a band, so they are coming up on 50 years as a band. I've only seen them twice. I can't wait to see them, hopefully, like 10 more times. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, same. We almost got got another chance to see them this year, but... You know how it went. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> this year sucked. Yep. Sucked for shows, that's for sure. Check them out, though. Check out those compilations, the the other Cox Bar track, two new ones. I don't know if they're putting anything new together and, you know, EPs or LPs. They're, they're, I think they're more like LP guys anyway. And yeah. uh, I don't know that they are. But two brand-new tracks, Marching Onwards, is over on Family or For Family and Flag Volume One, and then here on the Forty Years Untamed, that new track right there from them as well. Take it on the chin. Great stuff. Great new tracks so far on the show. Let's keep the show rolling. We got to get to the interview, so let's do a couple older, lesser-known tracks. Eric, you're up first. Oh boy, yeah, this band is one that's. Uh, I assume it's more uh, more well known in the inner circle, but for me, this was one I discovered. Uh, I believe it was two years ago at uh, at Punk Rock Bowling. They were one of the uh, they were one of the first bands to play one of the first club shows, and I can't I can't even remember which one they were opening for. Probably uh, probably the Sick of It All and Pennywise. Show. Okay, but yeah, the band I am talking about is a band called the Bull Weevils, and when I was watching them, I was like, oh, this is a cool new band. I wonder wonder what their deal is and stuff like that. Then I went and looked them up. Oh, they are they're pretty damn old. They're from the they're from the nineties. So, <laughs> so yeah, and uh, and I guess it made sense because upon further listen of their music, they have that they have that nineties feel to it, you know, punk rock and a bit more poppy, which was like the which was like the skate punk era. They definitely have more of a skate punk vibe to them. It was good stuff. I was like a <clears throat> of a band that was I wasn't familiar with. At the very end, they played this song where where everyone just kind of gathered up, and uh, their singer he came down to the barrier and was like, you know, the lyrics, and he just had everybody singing <laughs> singing the lyrics to this song that I chose, nine 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 Stony. And I I have no idea where that uh <laughs> where that title comes from. It's just kind of weird, but. I but thought yeah, the same was, thing when you put that yeah. on there because I wasn't familiar with this track. I was like, 999 Stony, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you. I haven't, I haven't done much research on the band outside of, the, uh, outside of just listening to the songs. And, but yeah, I was, uh, next thing I know, I was singing the uh, lyrics at the very end. And it's just, it was like, the thing seems so different when you got your rose-colored glasses on. <laughs> I'm like, well... I guess I I guess I'm gonna look up this band. That was the song that just kind of started it all, so to speak. And and yeah, this one was always a standout to me. It's it's fun. It's energetic. It's poppy. And you have a and yeah, it just calls for that. Uh, it has that call to arms for everybody to come in. And this was their closing track, which you know it makes sense. It's nice to get. It's nice for a punk rock band to just end on that catchy. That catchy song and just like have everybody conglomerate into one big 
pile up pretty much, and that's what you leave the show with. That's good. That's right. a good sign. So, so yes. Here is the song, anyway. 999 Stony from the Bullweasels. bad one to go check out great chicago band and they've been doing it for the last 14 years and uh they did do it for a few years in the 90s took a break for a bit but then got back together and still like you say playing shows well not this year when i say those things we're discounting that most people probably aren't doing any shows or many anyway in 2020 (laughs) but with the exception of 2020 still playing shows (laughs) yes there's still uh they are still together. They're still a band. Yes. They will, and hopefully will continue to be one in the future. Right. 
Let's do another older, lesser known. This band is, uh, this track, their newest release is March 16th of 2018. So coming up on two years ago. The band is The Bonnevilles, and they are from Ireland. Their style is self-proclaimed anyway, like a garage punk blues. And when I hear it, I was hearing kind of a mixture of like 70s classic rock with... I don't even remember what I was thinking because I want to thank the band. They actually sent me like all of their music to listen to, and I listened to a bunch, and I've been meaning to get it on the show sooner. just didn't know what I wanted to play. Well, I decided to go with their title track off of their new release. Their new release is Dirty Photographs. We're going to check out Dirty Photographs. came out about two years ago, like I said. They have a lot of stuff, uh, kind of a, a, a mixture of sounds for me as well. And maybe Garage Punk Blues is a better explanation than I'm going to give. So let's listen and see what <laughs> you think. The Bonnevilles with Dirty Photographs. You got your red shorts on. Chill off my beard Take a little more time to cool down 
Bonnevilles, tracks, dirty photographs off of dirty photographs. So what do you think? What do you think of the my description as opposed to the other description from the, the band officially? Well, I will say this. Well, the, <clears throat> the song is good. I do like I do like the approach here, but I can't help but say it's like I hear the blues. I hear the garage, but I do at least with this track, I am not exactly seeing what sets it in the uh, in the punk rock category as opposed to the otherwise rock and roll paradigm. Okay. Because I was, yeah, that's what I was hearing a lot of. I was hearing a definitely more uh, undercut blues infused rock and roll on here, which is which isn't a bad thing. I love that stuff, but I don't know. Maybe there's more. It's probably an album I'll have to listen to to really kind of understand what their punk rock approach is. Because, I mean, you could argue it's uh, the simplicity. Well, the blues was simple music as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can definitely check them out. They have uh, quite a few albums out already. They're on Spotify for anybody who wants to check them out beforehand. And if you like it, get into it. I, I like uh, the Bonnevilles. I appreciate them forwarding their stuff to us to check out and to share here with you. Check them out. They're from Ireland. Let's get into our holiday-themed song for this episode. It's still that Christmas time of year. And though not in Utah, maybe this weekend, we're supposed to be getting quite a bit of snow over the next week, or at least a lot of days it will snow and rain. We'll see how much snow we actually get. But it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas in some places. And that's the track we're going to play from the band The Wheels. They just released uh, Ruin Christmas Single. That's what it's called, Ruin Christmas. It's out on vinyl. You can go over to BoulevardTrashPunk.com and check it out. Uh, you can get the record. comes with, I think, like a Christmas ornament and stuff like that, too. There's two <laughs> tracks on there. They did this. Uh, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. And then Silver Bells. And they are from Tulsa, if you're not familiar with The Wheels. And I like it. I, I've said before, I like it when you get the original punk songs, which I think that's what Eric is going to pick for us for next episode. It's an original. And I like it when punk bands take a track that is a traditional Christmas track and then they punk it up. So that's what we're getting on this one. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas with the band The Wheels. Here goes.
It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Eric, what'd you think of that one? Oh, I'll tell you one thing. Uh, the fact that I work in uh, retail right now, they just started playing the Christmas music over the intercom, and oh, God, I am so sick of it. Just be thankful uh, they didn't start playing I, it like back in October. Yes. <laughs> or <seriously>. even November. <laughs> but, but that being as it is, I'm just like, if they played something more of this caliber, I can forgive them for playing Christmas music. <laughs> I mean, by the end, by the end of uh, holiday season, I assume a lot of retail workers would find some uh, uh, find some solace by listening to "Fuck Christmas" by Fear. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, so if they would only play opinion. some songs that were more fitting, like what we choose to play here. Uh, and if you like punk Christmas songs over on Punkinoy Worldwide, I already released one about two weeks yeah. ago. And next week, there's going to be another one full of Christmas tracks as well. All punk Christmas tracks. So there's some good ones. I like what the wheels did with that one. I like, you know, most of us grew up with traditional Christmas tracks one way or another, whether we were singing them in elementary school or singing them with your yeah. family or both or whatever. Now, or if you were like me, learning them on the piano. Right. <laughs> exactly. One way or another, well, here you get to enjoy it through kind of that method, right? Through the Yeah. Uh through a style that we enjoy so much. And the wheels did a great job on that one. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Let's move on, though. Let's move on from the holiday music into our great cover-to-cover -cover albums because after we do yours, Eric, we're going to listen to a couple of Usurpers tracks and do the interview with Scatter. So you're up first. Yes. What do you got? Uh, what have I got? This is an album that's, yeah, it's most, it's mostly for me, but it's also uh, also kind of a uh, early Christmas present to my girlfriend. And I, I say that in kind of a loose fashion, but the – Next, this episode and the next episode, I chose two albums that are, ah, let's see, they are significant to me because they were the first albums of these bands that I had listened to, and also when uh, I started, uh, me and her started dating, I started getting her hooked onto punk rock, and this was one of the, and these two albums that I am talking about, they were the ones that uh, got her got her into the music it was just like the little push that that needed her to just surround herself awesome and uh and yeah i'm not gonna spoil i'm not gonna spoil the one next episode because i because i said you know this will be your christmas present from slc Punkcast, <laughs> and all you gotta do is just listen so the first album i'm the first album i'm talking about is one of my favorites from the descendants and the album was one of their one of their comeback albums in I say that because they, they were very, they were very much an on and off band, but this was the uh, comeback album going into the new millennium. The album that came out in '04, "Cool to Be You," and <clears throat> yeah, I am a. This was like their first album they released since. Uh, at the time, it was uh, the latest one was uh, "Everything Sucks," which was a shade under a decade <laughs> right. between albums, you know, and. Uh, but yeah, then they come in with uh, "Cool to Be You," and it's like, wow! It's like they, it's like they haven't lost any, any sight of what they are, and that is just melodically infused hardcore style punk rock with a lot of uh, tongue-in-cheek humor, a lot of uh, a lot of weird vocals, even the, 
even a song about how even a song about getting the shits after eating some very some very acidic foods. <laughs> yep. They haven't lost touch and but that's why I love this album. But in a but in particular there was a Man, I love a lot of the I love a lot of the hit tracks. I love American. I love uh Nothing with You. I love talking. But I have to say that the title track stands out to me because it's kind of a it's kind of one in the times I've seen them live, they haven't played it. <laughs> they just uh it's just kind of left by the wayside. I'm like, "Why? It's so good." <laughs> it's uh and yeah, it talks it goes that p- typical uh, punk rock edge talking about the stuff that's kind of uh, fucked you up personally, but also like uh, taking it with a shred of humor. And of course, this is this kind of the theme of this episode. It's catchy as hell. Yes. <laughs> but what do you what do you expect? The Descendants were like a, a they were like the uh, answer to the Ramones. That they were like the '80s Ramones, as opposed to the '70s, pretty much. There you go. Yeah, even though they have been a band for that long, they they started way back in '77, but didn't start getting momentum until like uh, until like the '80s, as right. most of those bands did. You know, like Black Flag and Misfits, whatever. But yeah, but yeah, I could go on and on about the Descendants. They are tattooed right on my shin bone of the logistics, anyway. <laughs> so, so so yeah, I'll shut up. And this is the title track from Cool. I don't believe in unity. It's just one more abandoned dream. Once the people get together, it's easy to see. It's just a matter of time before they come after me. But it must be pretty cool to be you with your brothers at your back protecting you. Must be pretty cool to know you belong. Must be pretty cool to be you with your holy face sustaining you. Must be pretty cool to be you with your holy face sustaining you. Must be pretty cool to be you with your holy face sustaining you. Must be pretty cool to be you with your holy face sustaining you. Must be pretty cool to be you with
cool. Be cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a. Yeah, it's kind of a. It's uncanny how the descendants weave in uh, incidents that you would. That no sooner would you see in like a little high school comedy uh, movie. You know, you're getting the nerds getting picked on, you know, he's got or one has got family issues and just or one is dealing with the you don't really see this in comedies, but it is something I relate to being in Salt Lake City and not uh, being part of the uh, LDS faith. It must be nice to have your faith sustaining you or <laughs> listens when you pray. Right. Yeah, but I always love that. I always love that lyric. It's like, I wonder if God believes in me. <laughs> it's something so simple, but it just makes you think. And right. That's what I appreciate about the Descendants and their and their simplicity. Um, but yeah, meanwhile, I was saying, uh, I was talking about the lyrical basis of this uh, of this album alone, how it goes any which way it wants, but it all fits into their to their aesthetic. And uh, the next one I chose is uh, an even more underground hit, but it's like one of my favorites of The Descendants, in fact. I'd, I'd say it cracks the top five, maybe top three even. But <clears throat> but anyway, this one is, it's an incredibly blunt song. It's talking about, talking about being the, being the geek, being the one, being the student in class who doesn't care about rebelling getting high getting drunk or whatever but he wants to it's just like you know i actually care about my brain i actually want to make it better right and as yeah and as i'm sure a lot of you guys know i mean milo is a phd he has a he has a doctorate in uh i believe microbiology that's what he told me yeah microbiology and and yeah he's just one of those guys who are up there in uh up there hanging with Greg Graffin and Dexter Holland, these punks who all have uh, all have doctorate degrees. Pretty crazy. And and yeah, you kind of see why. But they have a song that was just like uh, that was just kind of uh, embellishing in that fact. It's like, yeah, you know, I did, I did go to school. I did become smart, and look at where it's got me. I'm still singing in this great band. And he was like a, he was working in a bio a biochemical engineering plant for a while. Wow. Yeah. No figure. Right. <laughs> but, anyway, the, but anyway, the song I'm talking about is a uh, mass nerder. And of course still has a, still has a lot of humor inside of it. And, and yeah, it's just kind of like, Oh, you're going to make fun of me for being a nerd. I'm going to make fun of you. <laughs> Get a taste of your own medicine. Right. Because I'm not like you. Why does that matter? But but yeah, that's a uh, yeah. Let's let the lyrics speak for themselves. I think I think everyone will get what I'm trying to get across. Let's do it. Here's Mass Nerder. Yeah.
I'm sure it sounds familiar, but yeah, that's just totally ripping off the chorus of We Must Bleed by the Germs. <laughs> but no, in Mass Murder, We Must Read. <laughs> so yeah, I, what, what else can I say? I love The Descendants. I love that album. That was one of the that was one of the albums that started me on my on my spiral into the punk rock universe. And also started my love's universe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Two great things there. That's awesome. It really, yeah, it really is. It's a great album, and I'm happy that, and I'm happy that my significant other can uh, appreciate it to a certain degree. Probably not as big as mine, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just happy that she loves the Descendants as well. That's awesome. Well, yeah. let's let's go to our interview portion of the show. We're going to give you a couple tracks to listen to from the band The Usurpers first. We're going to talk about a few of the tracks from the record. They put it out early this year, early 2020. It was January 17th, 2020. About a year ago, as we say in the interview you'll hear in a moment, seems like longer than that, but <laughs> it's not quite a year <laughs> old yet. And Future Wars is the record. You can get out there and check it out. I'm going to tell you a couple times, usurpers.com. Definitely go there. You'll hear more information as to why, but write it down. You'll like the the usurpers over on Punkinoy Worldwide. I released, I think, 10 videos for uh, Punkinoy Worldwide vinyl, and the usurpers was one of them. We played the title track, which we'll get to after the interview. Future Wars there. You can see the green vinyl that I've got. You can go out and get yourself the same. Let's listen to... The band, The Usurpers, first track that we're going to hear is Scorched Earth. We'll talk about it and then listen to one more, and then we got the interview. So we get a sampling of the band, and then we'll talk uh, with Scatter about the band and, and some of the songs, including these ones. So here we go. Here's Scorched Earth.
good tracks on that record i really enjoyed i like the green vinyl there is 12 tracks as you'll hear in the interview selling them for like nine bucks i think eight eight or nine bucks go to usurpers.com uh they do have a Bandcamp page and an instagram page we'll get to all of that during the interview and also at the end of the show eric any thoughts before we uh kick it over to the track and jump into that interview well hopefully not to uh uh, repeat myself as opposed to the uh, what I've said in the interview, but yeah, I just gotta say I really love uh, I really love that they have Mauricio in there. I think he's a great addition because because yeah, he's just a phenomenal guitarist, and and yeah, you do hear that in like the uh, riffage on there and the added solos, but it really adds a it really adds the band's whole personality. Absolutely, that's yeah, good stuff. They're a good band. All good, all good dudes. I mean, I haven't met the drummer, but you know, I know Scatter. I know Mauricio, and they're really, they're really stand-up gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I like them. I like their their album. I bought that right when it came out. Definitely like to support the Salt Lake City bands. That's that's where we are. So we got to support the bands here, along with uh, everybody everywhere, because that's the that's the point. Making the the global scene local for everybody we live in a day and age where we can do that 
Yep. So without, like you said, walking on more of what we're going to talk about in the interview, let's play some music and then we'll talk a little bit about it afterwards. Here is the track, The World Today. Absolutely. Since I got the record, uh, I picked it up last year. You guys just released this this year. It's been, I guess, a, a while since the year's about over, and you guys released yeah, it. Yeah, it, it feels like more than a year, doesn't it? <laughs> yes, it does. This year feels like forever, but it was still released this year, 2020, back in January. We'll talk more about it here in a moment, but people can get out there and get themselves a hard copy like the one I'm holding in my hand, my green vinyl. Eric. Basically, what I got prepared are the basic questions. It's like... Where did you come from, and where are you going? Where did this thing come from, or whatever? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, the usurpers. How did it? How did it all come together with the uh, uh, with the two other guys? Well, um, I moved here in 2016. I was living in Austin, where I've lived for most of my life, and uh, I had been trying to start start a band there. Well, I have a few bands that I was in there, but this was like the one I was really passionate about, and uh, wasn't really working out, and there was kind of an opportunity came up in life uh, to, to change my surroundings. And I moved here and I met Nika uh, through a common friend, uh, Josh Langford from uh, Starving Wolves and the Crumb Bumps introduced us. I, I hit Nika up, you know, just kind of asking if he knew anyone here and not thinking he'd be interested. And he was, uh, I sent him like some other stuff I'd done. And he was, he was immediately interested and we, we met up and uh, hit it off really well and uh, became pretty good friends and we started working on this band together and i think we actually started uh recording demo tracks uh 2016 so some of the songs that are on the album we actually did demo versions as far back as then wow <laughs> and then uh mauricio we, we were already working on recording the album and 
didn't have a guitar player and then Mauricio showed up at the exact right time. And we had, we had jammed with a few other guitar players before, but you know, it just wasn't, wasn't the right fit. You know, we didn't have uh, the chemistry and everything. And as soon as we met Mauricio, it just, we were, we just really felt good about things and he was excited about what we were doing and he just, he just fit right in like he'd been with us the whole time. Yeah, it's funny because I, too, have jammed with uh, uh, with Mauricio, uh, with Josh, when we were still doing Suburban Hell Kill. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, we wanted to bring him in and just to – because I think the intent back then was, like, we either get, like, a side band started that was more on, like, the, the metal and hardcore side as opposed to just the straightforward punk rock side. But yeah, I do get what you're saying. As in, he fit right in. Like he, you've been jamming with him for years. Because <laughs> he was yeah. just like, yeah, whatever. Let's try this, or let's uh, let's see how this song would sound if it. Yeah, and he brought he brought so many new ideas to to the songs too. Like almost all the guitar stuff. You know, we we fooled around with some ideas on guitar, but most of the ideas that are on the record are things that he brought. And it was funny because like he was saying, like, you know, oh, I'm oh, I'm not a lead guitar player, and and you know he was. <laughs> You know, but like he just busted out that stuff, you know, almost like in what seemed to me like no effort at all and just blew us away. Yeah, that's how you know you got a good guitarist on your hand, in my opinion, where it's just like he's fucking around on the guitar and then all of a sudden, whoa, how long did it take you to write that? I I just made it up, man. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I I attest to Mauricio, you got a good man in your corner. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. I agree. So where'd the band name come from? It's crazy. I, this is actually a name idea I had for a band, and some of the some of these songs I wrote back in the '90s, and this was uh, the band name idea I came up with. But uh, it just with the other people that I just kind of fell in with and was working with, it, the, the name never got used. And uh, yeah, I just always thought it'd be a great name, and I kind of had an image in my mind of the whole thing from uh, you know when I was pretty young, and I didn't end up using uh, the logo that I had originally someone else, a friend of ours came up with something a lot better. But, you know, to me, it's it just kind of the name, you know, just, you know, seizing power, you know, without like having the authority to do so. And I, it's just kind of like, I like that attitude of taking control and without, you know, doing something you're not supposed to do, which means what punk, you know, is always represented. Right. Right. <laughs> Tell us about the, the album title. I know it's one of the tracks. How did Future Wars become the, the album title? Well, I originally, my I wanted to call the, the album Punks and Rogues, but um, we felt like Future Wars was a stronger title. And, and I, so I was kind of persuaded to go with Future And I do think that kind of lyrically, it's a, it's a stronger song. I mean, it's really, you know, the song is really about, you know, the endless wars that we're in and, you know, kind of, you know, George Bush declaring war Congress, you know, back in the, God, it it feels like so long ago, I guess it was, um, in the aftermath of 9-11 that, you know, basically we're going to be at war forever. The the song's really about kind of like the feeling that like everything's been decided and like we don't have any say, you know, and you you know who the next countries are going to be that are going to be attacked in this war. You know, it's Iran and in North Korea and it's just like you can see it coming and there's just no stopping it and it's that it's the song kind of in the song title kind of expresses that feeling that you know they're already planning the future wars and you know they've already they've already made the deals you know to buy the weapons with the taxes that will pay for them and it's just like you know if this is a democracy you know why are we why are we still at war after 20 years when I don't know anyone who thinks it's a good idea anyone who wants this war but right. here we are no kidding 
I love that with album titles that just uh, elude a lot more to the imagination. It's like you feel that with this one, I feel like, yeah, we've always had a war that we talk about. And now it's like, yeah, what's the next one going to be? Yeah. And it all feels like one. It just it's just all one big war. And I mean, this country's been at war for 20 years without stopping. I mean, it, you know, that that just sounds crazy, but it's 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 the situation we're in. Right. Yeah. So with the uh, with a title like Future Wars, do like all the tracks kind of allude to that uh, socio political uh, mindset in the songs, or do they uh, stray away from that aspect a bit? Well, I wouldn't say it's an overarching concept or theme to the album. I mean, a lot of a lot of the stuff is is about you know similar things. You know, Scorched Earth. This is about you know the threat of nuclear war and how I think it's more real than than we most people think it is today. And, you know, it's, like, funny, like, I wouldn't describe myself as a political person, but when I sit down and write, this is just the shit that comes out, you know, so I guess it's yeah. in the back of my mind and bothering me, and I kind of work through it by writing about it. Yeah. And then the world today is just, you know, kind of about just the insanity of, of the situation that we're living in. The crazy thing is, is I wrote I wrote that song back in 20, 2016 before Trump was president, and it's just all, it's just all come true and gotten even that much worse. Yeah, seriously. It's weird when that happens. It almost makes you feel like you're clairvoyant in a way. <laughs> but Yeah, I wish I wish that I had been totally wrong about everything, but it's the song's just become more and more relevant as time's gone on. Yeah. Yeah, and you chuck that up to like uh it comes from personal preference, but also experience and just the fact that, hey, we're paying attention to certain things and this is what <laughs> This is what came out. It's like, are you really that surprised? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like, you know, I like I said, I'm, I don't even really consider myself a political person, but I, I've kind of reached a point where I think my breaking point was back in March, where it's just like apathy's not working. You know, I mean, everything is getting really bad and, and it's just heading in a bad direction. And, you know, even though I don't want to I don't want to be I don't want to think about politics. I, I don't want to. I don't want to dwell on this stuff. I mean, it's just terrible, and and we have to do something about it. I don't know what the answer is, but but caring about is the first step. Yeah, one of those things. It's like a it's like a pendulum. It's like we can get it to swing one way, and it'll be gone for a while, but it's still going to come back around and cause some cause some other things to be mad about. Yeah, yeah. But hey, that just means uh, more art in any medium will come about as a result. Yeah, you know the funny thing is, is when right back when Trump got elected, I remember a lot of my friends thinking, "Think of all the great punk rock that's that's going to come out of this." But but the thing is, is is no one wanted to write about it because it's no one wants to think about it. I mean, it's that bad. I mean, Trump is a parody of himself, so how can you parody him? You know, yeah. how can you? I mean, Reagan was a great target for for punk rock, but but Trump is just so nasty. Yeah, he is. It's just like, yeah, I agree with that. It's like, why do we need to uh, make fun of him? He's already doing a good enough job of that. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. From my point of view, the way that I've seen, I don't know, the art community kind of shift is like uh, not really getting mad at or making art or writing songs that are just like the giant middle finger to Trump, but really more as the uh, causal links that have come around. Like uh, I remember when I was writing one of my songs, just, I was just so enraged about the, the protests over in Charlottesville, you know, the Tiki torch protesters. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that's a, that's not exactly saying fuck you to Trump, but just fuck you to these guys. And (laughs) specifically. Yeah. 
Well, Trump is more like, to me, I think Trump's more of a symptom of the problem than the problem. You know, I mean, Trump didn't get elected and hasn't been able to do the, the things that he's done just, you know, for no reason. I mean, there are things that led to that. Yeah. And I, I just think, you know, I mean, especially like the influence of the media on people. I mean, it's, it's you know, the news these days just thrives on outraging people, you know, and Trump is kind of the guy that exploited that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and we're, we're kind of like reality TV has become reality. And so it makes sense that we'd have a reality TV president. Yeah. It's ironic when you think about it, but yeah. Yeah. But then again, you look back in uh, hindsight and it's just like, are we really surprised we didn't see this coming? Yeah. Well, the good news is that, I mean, people can wake up and, and change this reality, you know, but we have to, we have to have the will to do it. Yep. Politicians are politicians. And yeah. Yep. If we just keep allowing them to be what they are, then uh, it's more of the same. The faces and names may change, but it's still just more of the same. Yeah, that's 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 actually what the song "We All Lose" is about. It's you know choosing the lesser of two evils. You're always choosing evil, and as long as we accept choices that we're given, we're always going to be stuck with them. Right. Yeah, that's basically what it all comes down to in election season. It's like, yeah, this guy's bad, but he's not as bad as this guy. Yeah, as long as they have something worse to scare us with, we're always going to take, you know, creepy Uncle Joe. (laughs) (laughs) True. (laughs) One more track. Let's talk about one more of the tracks here. There's 12 on the album. Uh, We've talked about Scorched Earth, Future Wars, The World Today. Let's talk about Light the Fuse. Okay, well, that's a really different song. I mean, it's actually, I describe it as a dance song, and it's uh, just kind of about, you know, you ever been to a show where everyone is standing around and, and uh, no one's moving and it takes that, that one idiot to, to, you know, not be afraid to make a jackass out of themselves to get people moving. It's about being that jackass. So, you know, being the one that, that has the spark, you know, the one that lights the fuse to set things off. So it's just kind of a fun song. But the the inspiration of that song is I was, uh, this is when I still lived in Austin. I went to go see Revolt at this shitty dive bar um, called Bull McCabe's. And uh, I got smashed into a wall full of glasses that broke and my arm looked all mangled. It looked bent. And I went to the emergency room and I had to try and explain to these people that I had not been assaulted. They wanted to call the cops. And, and I was trying to explain to them, you know, what slam dancing was. And they just thought I was insane and uh that that's that's the inspiration to the song you know it's like uh when the lines is they say it's a crime they don't understand our way of life it was uh it was kind of kind of fun so that that was the inspiration behind that song so it's about slam dancing basically awesome you ever uh opened up a show with that song well we haven't played a show our first show was supposed to be in april up in pocatello you know we had waited we wanted to wait until we got the album out to do a show because we wanted to have we wanted to have something to support, you know, we didn't just want to, you know, play live and then people forget us. We wanted to play live and then, you know, get them a record. So yeah, the pandemic hit, you know, two or three weeks, you know, is when everything before our shows and everything started shutting down, but we were going to play in the back of a skate shop called Decadence uh, up in uh, Pocatello. And it was going to be a great show. We, I played up there with another band before and loved it. I don't know when all this stuff is over. I'm, I'm still thinking maybe it'll be our first show. We'll, we'll uh, figure out a way to make it happen, but I'm just dying to get out there with this band. I want to, I want to hit it really hard. I want to, I want to go on the road and I want to, 
in as many places as we can. Can you imagine how awesome is when live music's happening again and all the, the pinup shit that people have, you know, how much dancing there's going to be and how ex- how the turnout's going to be like and how excited people are going to be there. Oh, yeah. I mean, we, t- we, we took so much for granted uh, before the pandemic that we're, we're not going to take for granted anymore. Right. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I know it's hard to plan for that because, you know, it's just really up in the air at the moment still. But are you and the band, are you guys making plans for anything? I mean, of course, you haven't played a show yet, and I'm sure not very many bands, you know, record, release an album, and then end up recording and releasing either an EP or another album before they've played their first show. But, you know, it's coming up on a year, and you haven't been able to do those things. Here in Utah, we're a little better off than several other places in the country and the world as far as restrictions go or have been. So is, what have you been doing, and what are the plans for the band? Well, we are writing some new songs. I don't know if we're, we're planning to record and release them because we, we still have, you know, this record. We haven't really done anything to support yet, but, you know, we do have additional material that we've been working on that, that we might end up releasing, at least online. We're planning a tour of Russia right now. Awesome. Um, when we can't really fix any dates yet because we don't know, you know, what's going to happen, you know, with when vaccines are going to be available. And then there's the whole thing with, you know, international stuff, like when they're going to start allowing travel again. But we've, we've been making a lot of connections over there and we have a, we have a a lot of fans over there. Actually, it's kind of strange, you know, it's like, I think, you know, more people in Russia know us than than know us in Utah. We've also been talking to, well, they're a label and there, there's, there are other stuff too in China. They want to do something with us over there. And we're kind of negotiating that. I don't want to say a lot, a lot about what might happen with that because it's still early, and I don't want to get—I don't want to jinx us. And if we can make that happen, we might also go to Indonesia. But I mean, before we do all that, I mean, we want to play—you know—we want to play some shows here, and we want to—we <laughs> want to hit some some places like you know Colorado and you know Idaho, Montana, Nevada. Go to Las Vegas. There's some bands down there that we like that we want to play with. You know, so that's we got to plan time for that too before we can really make any real solid plans about when we're going to go overseas. But we're real anxious to do it. I mean, the demands there. There's a lot. There's people over there making their own t-shirts and stuff. You know, it's cheaper for them. You know, to to do that than for us to send them over. All right. And we 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 encourage that. Like we want people to bootleg and pirate our stuff. It's a lot cheaper and easier than doing doing it all and mailing it to them you know so we we give them all the graphics and everything that they need to screen print anything if they they want to yeah there's some there's some great bands over there we're excited to play with whenever whenever it becomes possible yes hopefully sooner than later but yeah when that does become possible that'll be great that's really cool plans that you have there that's awesome yeah yeah just hope uh hope hope they come true you know it's just uh it's all out of our control right now like you know nothing's really nothing's really certain these days yeah, no kidding. Just a lot of a lot of sitting around and jamming and writing, and that's another thing that I'm expecting. It's like when this uh, when this whole uh, COVID thing ends, and you know shows start happening again, is like, how are these bands going to like put together the set list? Are they going to be like, well, should we just instill them with like a lot of our newer stuff? It's like, hey, this is what we've been up to, or it's like, eh. We'll give you we'll give you the old stuff and call it call it a night. Well, I feel like there's going to be a pretty big renaissance in in the punk scene whenever this is over. I think there's going to be a lot of new bands forming, a lot of people who maybe haven't been active for a while or who just kind of never really took that that final step to like you know get get their band going. I think there's a lot of energy that's going to burst out. 
you know so i think like like in our local scene you know i think a lot of the bands that i liked you know are either on like some kind of hiatus or they've broken up so i think there's gonna be a lot of new bands that come out of that too yeah yeah there's already a new band i'm a part of (laughs) oh yeah yeah back with rich from heretic temple started up with uh josh and they were like hey we need a bassist hey eric come over and uh come jam with us Uh, all right I went in there not really expecting any commitment. I was just looking for some stuff to do. And yeah, I guess by default, I'm now their bassist. It's called, a, the band is called Cry Wolf, just in the embryonic awesome. stage of just getting stuff together. So Awesome. So yeah, it was funny that you mentioned that because it, yeah. it's happening. <laughs> yeah, there's some other people that are kind of coming out of projects that are, you know, that it seems like, you know, they might not be moving forward that I'm going to try and help out. You know, it's not that I need more on my plate. I've, I'm I'm involved in a few other bands already, but um, you know, I I've told them like, you know, I'll step in and, and help you out until you find someone who can dedicate more time to it than I can. You know, and gotta I gotta do it for for the scene and do it for my friends. I feel like I mean that's the best for that's the bare minimal of what we can do right now is just uh, keep their spirits alive, pretty much. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I think there's a lot to be excited about too. I mean. Things are things look bad right now, but I mean it's it's gonna be great when this is over. Yeah, yeah. Just keep that quote from uh, uh from Wayne's World uh, that's been um, that's been stuck in my head for the past few months, where it's like, oh no, things aren't as bad as they seem, and then thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a nice it's a nice little reminder, even though it's a side joke. Yeah. What else do we need to know about what you're up to and what the usurpers? Are up to or anything about the band what have we not covered that we should know uh well i'll tell you one of the other bands i'm in is called the persecuted and uh, that's a band i started in texas before i moved here and we just released a seven inch on rabbit rabbit records press so if you like the usurpers you'll probably like that too but awesome with the usurpers i mean i guess the main thing is say you know one of the main things we want to accomplish as a band is we want to make the scene better and i think that i mean if you're if punk is more than a hobby to you and you're involved in a band or some other project and you're not doing something to try and make the scene better. You know, I I think that it's a wasted opportunity and, you know, so we want to go places other bands don't go a lot and, you know, places like Pocatello and some of the cities in Wyoming and stuff like that, as well as playing locally and and going and hitting the big cities and, you know, kind of like trying to help, you know, people there who are, doing DIY stuff, kickstart their scene and and to help them meet other bands that would be interested in going there. And, you know, also just, just wanting to meet other people who are doing cool stuff, you know, DIY stuff and, you know, figuring out how we can work together to support what they're doing, you know, whether it be a zine or a podcast, like what you guys are doing or um, whatever, you know, I mean, if the scene works better when we work together and that's, that's what, that's what we're all about. Excellent. That's great. Totally. Where can we find the persecuted? So uh, I think Rabbit Rabbit Records Press is both their website and the name of their social media accounts. Okay. So you can get it from from them, or if you're on Facebook, go look up our singer Josh Parton. He's got a bunch of copies that he he can sell also. And uh, we're on Bandcamp. I think it's the dash persecuted bandcampcom So I think the record's available there too. But uh, yeah, Josh, the singer, he's the guy who's uh, who's handling all that stuff. Perfect. Well, with Usurpers, I know you guys have your own Bandcamp page. You have a store on storeenvyusurpers.storeenvy.com. And I was just looking at that earlier today. You have the green vinyl. I think I picked mine up by ordering it through Bandcamp. But 
you can also go to that store MD page and the green vinyls there you guys have a tape you have CD patches shirts stickers quite a variety of items yeah and you can also just go to usurpers.com and uh, you can you can find all all that stuff you know the links to all that stuff there and also if you don't want to spend the money we give away our music for free on our website. You can download it all as MP3, and we even have you can print out your own covers for CDs or tapes. And uh, you know, we think it's pretty cool when people do that. And also, you, you don't have to buy our merch. You can you can there's stencils on our website that you can download and print out and cut out and make your own T-shirts and stuff if you want. That's and awesome. if, but if you if you can screen print, we have graphics that you can screen print. You just you know there's a logo in there. If you want something else, you can just ask for it. We've we've given that stuff away. We make the merch and sell it for people who want it. But we we encourage people to make their own stuff and to pirate our music if they want to. We we don't care about about making the money off of it. We don't really make money off of making records and stuff. We sell it and we recoup what we put into it. But we we I mean we sell our, our vinyl album for like. You know, if you buy from us directly, it's eight dollars. You buy from Store and uh, or somewhere else that would charges a commission. It's nine bucks just to kind of make up for the fees. It's hard, you know, for most. Usually, you pay eight dollars for a seven inch, and we're selling our album for that right. much because we just want people to have it. We're not we're not trying to make any money off of it. And when we sell enough of these, whether we'll either do a second pressing or we'll we'll probably release our next album on vinyl by that time. That is awesome, and yeah, yeah. when you head over to the over to Asia. You're definitely going to need uh, a stack of those to take with you. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're we're hopefully going to try and do that so that like someone there can make the stuff and sell it, and they get the money, you know. And then we don't have to like fly it all over or whatever, right. you know. Because like I said, you know, if we're if we're driving somewhere and we need gas money, you know, the merch sales will help with that. But you know, because you don't really get paid anything to play shows in like a, you know, because we're probably going to mostly be playing people's living rooms and dive bars because you know we're really we we like playing really DIY and kind of like you know shitty places more than getting up on a big stage with fancy lights and monitors and all that it's just more fun and you get to be closer to people and like at house shows people are there to have fun you know in a bar people are there to get drunk and it's not always fun <laughs> so, <laughs> you know it's like you know you pay four dollars for a beer in a bar and why do we why why play in a bar why not just play in someone's house where they can they can buy a whole six pack for that much money probably right Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. Well, usurpers.com is the best place to get info about the band. But for people that like to follow bands on social media, you do have an Instagram page, right? Yeah, we just had to make a new one. Um, they deleted our old one because we posted a, a posted something uh, that was like a picture of Hitler being surrounded in World War II. And ad mentioned real Donald Trump and said, said something along the lines of uh, your bunker is waiting for you. <laughs> um and so i guess uh i guess that wasn't okay so they deleted our account we had like 1500 followers i think so at first we weren't going to recreate it because we were like you know fuck instagram you know fuck censorship whatever right but you know then it, it just bothered me and i felt like well fuck them you know we're not going to go away so our new instagram account instead of being the underscore usurpers is the underscore underscore usurpers awesome um so we're on there <laughs> And we're, we've done some giveaways and stuff on there recently. So, you know, we give away, we gave away some t-shirts and we gave away some CDs and to like the first five people that asked for them. So, you know, if you're following us on there, uh, you might have a chance to get some free stuff. It sounds yeah. like if you're not, you should. Yeah. It's, if you're using, I don't encourage people to use social media. I think social media is an addiction, but if you are using social media anyway, and you 
want to follow us that way, we have a page. Right. I don't. I'm not a social media fan. The only personal account I have is Facebook, and that's because to run a page for the the podcasts, uh, you have to have a personal account to create a page account. Otherwise, everything else is just for the podcasts and then a, a football league that I run as well. I don't like it, but what I do like is at least on Instagram, uh, keep up with bands and releases. Bands are usually pretty good about, hey, we're going to be releasing this, or we did release this, and so it's a good source for news that way. Yeah, and a lot of people, they don't really, it's really hard to know what they're doing if you're not on social media, because that's, that's the main place they update stuff. Yeah, it's for networking, especially, like, you know, it's good to be on, I guess. It's, it's got its pluses and minuses, and I go back and forth on whether I think it's worth it or not. Right. Well, yeah. I appreciate you taking the time to shed some light on this, uh, on your band and, and what you're up to. We enjoy playing the Usurpers. I really enjoy picking up that record when I saw you guys were putting it out. The green vinyl, I love the album artwork. It turned out awesome, and that's why, you know, one reason why I like to collect the vinyl is to get great album artworks in a nice size, right? Not a little thumbnail that's sitting on my computer that I look at, but something tangible 12 by 12 pretty awesome yeah well you know when smartphones go the way of myspace or whatever and Bandcamp does the same thing your records will still be there so i'd definitely try and pick up records for the bands that i like to listen to also i'm with you yeah. on that <laughs> well thank you for joining us on this show We're looking forward to playing some more music which we'll do right here in a moment and uh, hopefully you can come join me over and we'll play some music and see what kind of music you're into over on Punkanoi Worldwide here soon, too. Yeah, that'd be great. And thanks for having me on. I really enjoy listening to your podcast and definitely going to keep listening. You know, one of the things your show is good for is that, you know, I'm, I'm in isolation because of the pandemic. But, right. you know, listening to you guys show helps me feel connected to the scene and connected to what's going on. And I appreciate you guys doing it. I appreciate that because yeah. that's, that, that's a motivation for me on a lot of the shows. I, I do talk about that. You know, we can all get, a, get together. We not, might not be, you know, looking at each other's faces, but in, in some fashion we are together, gathered up, listening to music. And I, I think that that's, you know, it might be the best we can do, but it, it is still a great thing to be able to do. Absolutely. That's, that's one of the things I think your podcast is great for is bringing people together to listen to the same stuff and, creates a feeling of connection when we're when we're all apart i appreciate that thank you of course it's one of the things that i look forward to each week right (laughs) cool cool all right well thank you and let's get into some more music all right thank you guys thank you
was Future Wars, the title track from The Usurpers. Great stuff, yeah. great interview. I want to thank Scatter again for joining us and talking about his band and the tracks and all the stuff that he is up to. Great band out of Salt Lake City. Like that one a lot. Indeed. He's a, and as, as you can tell, he's someone that just loves to keep busy. Right? Yes, yeah. he does. <laughs> I love, uh, yeah, and I love especially what he was saying uh, about, uh, you know, doing more for your scene rather than just uh, forming a band and playing shows. It's like, this is a whole community. Everybody's got to put something in. Right. You're going to get more out of it when, you know, if everybody's participating, putting something back into it. Yeah, pretty much. What helps make them last longer, I say. Right. Well, Definitely get out there and check out usurpers.com. Stencils, create your own T-shirts. You can get all the music, all of that stuff. And you can also yeah. find out where to get uh, copies of cassette and the, the vinyl as well. So you can get some hard copies in your hands. It's great stuff. We want to thank Scatter and the Usurpers again. Eric, let's wrap up this show. Let's do some metal tracks. What do you got? Well, I got one that's... Uh... I got one band that's been on this little, uh, it's been on this little uh, cusp of uh, death metal bands implementing a lot of uh, hardcore stuff in their music, and you know you think bands like Creeping Death or uh, Gate Creeper, and most recently the band that has uh, entered my roster is a band called Tombstoner. Nice, get it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've uh, yeah they haven't been a band for very long. I assume they. Uh, I assume they started either like uh, late last year or even early this year, but they got a couple of, they put out a couple of singles and uh, just this year I put out an EP back in, uh, uh, back in May called Descent to Madness. And, and it's good stuff. If you love, uh, if you love old eighties obituary style death metal, if you know obituary played them last episode. Right. Yeah. And if you like just straightforward, uh, uh, Metal-tinged hardcore, you know, like a, the type of hardcore that's just dominating the waves now, where it's like it's got its thrashy parts and its groovy parts and whatnot. They have a lot of that in there, too. Um, and yeah, I, I wanted to choose the song that I like the most on there, which is uh, uh, Mind Your Fucking Business. <laughs> but yeah, and it's kind of my favorite song on the EP. But since I wanted to... Uh, uh, kind of show off the band how they interweave uh, slow sludgy drudgy death metal with uh, you know with all the little uh, hardcore bits in there. I had to choose the uh, the title track, and I I'm not talking about the title track of the EP. I'm talking the title track of the band. The song <laughs> is called Tombstoner, and it's a and yeah some of so the rest of the songs they're like more on the death metal side as. And others are as more opposed to the hardcore side. Like my favorite one, it's definitely more of a groovy hardcore number as opposed to a metal one, in my opinion. But who am I to say? Go and listen to it. But if we, but yes, you will listen to the uh, first track on there. It is the opener. This is Tombstoner from Tombstoner from Descent to Madness. It's equal parts death and hardcore, and not deathcore. <laughs> <laughs>
Tombstoner with the self-titled Tombstoner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is this is quickly becoming one of my favorite uh EPs that was released this year. I'm like uh I've uh, started putting together a list of albums that I love that came out this year and it's going to eventually warp into uh a top 10, 20 or 200 list, who knows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that got difficult trying to do that for me. There's too many and it was very time consuming because I want to be accurate. I don't want to just like throw it all together and then just hodgepodge who's where I'm the same way. Oh, and it just got to be so much. And then I don't even, I, I didn't do it last year. That's for sure. And I don't know if I'm going to do it again this year, but that's not <laughs> because there is some shortage of great music. Cause there is a lot of great music out there. Yeah. I mean, we do a list every uh, every week with this show, it seems. <laughs> right. Yes, a, a very long one. So get out there and check out all that stuff and let us know what your list is like. Maybe there's stuff that we missed on your list that we should be checking out. We're going to wrap yeah. the show up, though. We have one more track. The band is Lucy Loves Fur, all one word, L-U-V-S for loves, L-U-C-Y-L-U-V-S-F-U-R, Lucy Loves Fur. And I want to thank Richard D'Amico for sharing it with us so we can check it out. The band Lucy Loves Fur is Marshall Barkman, who's singing, songwriter, guitar, Nick Mayberry on lead guitar, Stephen Perkins on drums, and Chris Chaney on bass. I want to thank them for sharing their stuff. Got to hear a couple tracks. Ruler of the Dope Scene is the name of, kind of goes along with your tombstoner there. Uh, Ruler yeah. of the Dope <laughs> Scene <laughs> is the name of the album. I haven't seen it officially released, but I think it was supposed to release already, but I couldn't find it anywhere, so I don't know if there's an official release date, but they do have a video for this track that we're going to listen to. It's called Disruptor, track number seven on the album. Here it is, Lucy Loves Fur.
Lucy Loves Fur, the track was Disruptor. I think they sound like a lot of things. <laughs> Definitely got that, uh, man, how do I say it? That noisy British post-punk vibe to it, but it's, but it's just harder. <laughs> yes. It's a very heavy sound. Kind of, I agree, that sound uh, kind of sounds like some 90s alternative music, too. Uh, yeah has a lot of sound, you know, a lot of things going on with it. The band again, Lucy Loves Fur, go check out Ruler of the Dope Scene. I couldn't find it as the album released anyway, but uh, if it's not out now, it's going to be out soon. That track was Disruptor. Thank you, everybody, for joining us for the show. That wraps up the show. Special thanks again to Scatter for joining us for the interview for the show. And you can find the show, because you've already found it somewhere, but you can find it also on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube Music, Amazon Music, Player FM, and as always, slcpunkcast.com. On Instagram, you can find the bands at daydrinker underscore punk, at coxbar, at the bullweevils, at the bullweevil punk, or <laughs> I don't know, I can't say that right, at the underscore bullweevil underscore Chicago. There we go. Not even getting close, but that's what it is now. At the Bonnevilles, at the wheels with a Z, and there's an underscore at the end. At Descendants, at the underscore underscore usurpers. At Tombstoner underscore official. At Lucy Loves Fur, again, L-U-C-Y-L-U-V-S-F-U-R. And the show is at SLC Punkcast. Eric, where can we find you? Well... First off, I'm going to say that you can find uh, uh, you can get anything for uh, Twisted Thing off of at Corpus NYC. That's where that's the label. Okay. Just uh, just putting that out there for anybody who wants who liked what they heard, and you can of course you can find them on their Bandcamp. Yes. You can find me on Instagram at Scary Uncle underscore Eric underscore SLC. You can find my band on Instagram at Anonymous of. Uh, underscore official slc i should know this in the meantime you can find us on Bandcamp at anonymous band at no, just add anonymous slc not bandcamp.com we're on facebook at anonymous s at anonymous band slc god damn <laughs> all right instagram is anonymous underscore band official awesome just all the things with the uh, SLCs and the bands and the underscores. I'm getting them all mixed up and crossed. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can find the bands on Facebook at Daydrinker Punk Rock, at Coxbar UK, at The Bull Weevils, at The Bonnevilles UK, at The Wheels. Again, that's with a Z on the end. At The Descendants, at Lucy Loves Fur, and at SLC Punkcast is the show. Thank you, everybody, for joining us for episode 189. We're hoping you're having a great holiday season, all things considered. Eric, any final thoughts before we wrap the show up? Well, the final thoughts. That's my final thought. <laughs> no, I'm, no I'm, I'm kidding, of course. But, yeah, in the, as we're moving to the end of uh, – we're moving to the end of this year, and we can – I think we all agree it's been a global – a uh, crazy year, you know, and we are just, uh, I know that time is kind of a construct, but we do say, well, let's hope that 2021 is better. I'm like, well, 
this is still going to bleed over a little bit into 2021. But that hopefully this will be, hopefully that'll lead into that time that we start to heal ourselves and just kind of uh, make a bit of a comeback from this, uh, uh, from this pandemic. I mean, we arguably survived worse. <laughs> right. <laughs> Been, uh, yeah, I mean, we survived the survived depressions. We survived droughts. We su- we survived uh, yeah fires, which uh, still continue to this day. I mean, I know the virus is a different it's a different beast, you know. But people thought that same thing about polio, and we fixed it. People, or at least uh, not exactly fixed it, but we got a a way to hold it off. Same thing with the flu, you know. We have we have things to keep those keep those under wraps and keep them from spreading as much as they used to. COVID is that challenge right now, right? So, so yeah, I believe that within the ne- that within the next year we will we will have we will have some solutions that will that will go out and some re. Uh, what's the uh, what's the idea? <laughs> Rebuilding. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, things will get not necessarily back to normal, but it will get. I like to think they'll get better. <laughs> I hope so too. Yeah, I hope so too. Well, on that note, that's the show. Chris, play the fucking outro. Yeah.